got to be honest with you guys. Uh, the more the week went on last week, <laughs> the more that lime green Camaro kept like popping in my head. It really is. I mean, and even if you don't like the color, God, that is a good, that's a good looking car. I got to be honest. I was always, I, I, I was personally always a Mustang guy, but the minute they redid that Camaro, that's the lead muscle car for me. That is the lead muscle car for me. If I'm getting a muscle car, it's absolutely going to be a Camaro. Those things are sleek right now. Do it. So the right? Ed Morse options that I've heard over the last couple of weeks, mm -hmm. you're definitely interested in that Cadillac. Yes. And you're definitely interested in this lime green Camaro. So if we had to pick. Well, 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 now, 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 well, the lime green, let's, let's just call it a black Camaro because then the wife might actually let it happen. If it's a lime green Camaro, it's not a chance in hell. I don't, you know, this is not going to happen. So yeah, well, but yes, a, a Camaro. So a nice Put black Camaro. Put your foot down. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and go Bro, 185. I, you guys know how much I outkicked my coverage. I'm not pissing her off. <laughs> we're eight. Hey, we're 18 years in. <laughs> yes. Good for you. Happy anniversary. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so listen, uh, if you want a, a deal on a car and you don't want to have to worry about it, uh, they've got the total internet only, non-contact. You never have to meet any other human being. They'll just have it dropped off at your house. It is edmorse.com. Back in the OBBs from day one. Please back them and make sure you tell them the Orange Bowl boys sent you. It is edmorse.com. My Ed Morse drives 185. Coming to you live as a digital podcast from the center of a coronavirus hotspot zone. This is the number one rated football podcast in the Dominican Republic. Por supuesto. Welcome to the Orange Bowl Boys. Brought to you by Ed Morse. Join the 1.5 million people that have been backed by Morse. With the price protection promise, Ed Morse will match any competitor's price or refund you $500. Now, let's get our canes talk on. With toast, Roman, and scoop. Kiki, possum! <laughs> well, hello, Canes Nation. Welcome to the Orange Bowl, boys. It is episode number 91. 71. Oh, wait, wait, that's 71. No, I'm sorry. 91! That's perfect. Roman, Scoop, Toast, as oh, always. It's almost as if it were planned that way. Right, I know. Oh, my God. goodness. You know how mad those people are right now? Oh, oh. The 71 chat's going off. Oh, it's going bananas. Wow. The channel is bananas. And the best part is he has, he has no words before that. So he can just, he's all just, and yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah fell 20 short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, episode's a little flat, a little bit. So, what's up, guys? How you doing? I'm on vacation mode. You know how you can always tell with me because I start flexing a beard. Uh, it starts coming is out. Is that what that is? Yeah, uh -huh. can't see it. Okay, yeah, can't see a whole lot. A uh, question: like Since the show started, since the show started, has anyone else committed? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Five so or six nice. minutes ago, since the intros. <laughs> Good God, man! Um, wow. Where's so Jason Marshall? Yeah. Bring him. Bring him on. I, I know, right? I mean, what's everyone else waiting for? The party's getting started. Only I a just, few spots left. Kids. Now, I'm not saying we're going to get all the Palmetto Five, but all those tweets saying we were going to go O for Palmetto, how they look right about now? Yeah. How many we got? We got three now. Or we got two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got two. We got two. We got two the and Collins, then three and we got Taylor. Brashard. Hey, yeah, that's why I was like kind of eh, yeah. because we have three, three with Taylor. Now, right. yeah. now also uh, Thomas Davis, former yeah. Mississippi State commit, 
Georgia kid now has uh, jumped on board today. Uh, and also, see... uh, you got a props to the basketball oh. team because Bensley Joseph yesterday, right at the Burchard, it was like uh, it was like boom, boom, uh, like twenty minutes apart. Man, this is a preemptive green tree strike right here. But yes, I guess it is. Yeah, uh, right. Did you see, I know where you're going with this scoop. Bring it, bring it. I know what you're about to say. Finish this statement. You see I that fake say. punt? Yes. He's fast. That's a defensive end. You guys realize that? I, yes. I watched that thing five times. I had no idea what was going on. I, I almost he catch, he catches that thing off the slip right up the seam, and he outruns. I was like, that's no, 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 no. That's not a DN. <laughs> I, I was blown away. You know, at first I was like, oh, cool. Brashard Smith highlight. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, wait a second. Brashard's fa- – oh, that's a defensive end. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Like, Nuts. what? Nuts. Brashard Smith's pretty good. So, so wow. He's pretty um, electric. That, you know what? I, I find it very strange watching his film. He's five, eight and a half. they say, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he's Pretty five, grew a little bit. He's 5'7"-ish. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how big. In one clip, he looks 6'3". Mm-hmm. The next clip, he looks 5'8". The next clip, he looks six. Like it's so weird to me. I'm thinking to myself, there's, while no you were these other kid, there's no way these other kids are that small if he's five eight. He's quick though. He's very he fast. was a four star for a while, but they dropped him down. Well, stop. Whatever. Stop. He's a four star. They, they say, uh, look, he, that collectively, fast, I think they star. say he's like one of the best athletes in South Florida. Period. Yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, every time he touches the ball, it is strictly a touchdown. I mean, like his numbers are insane. Like fifty percent, right? Touches, yeah. Every time 26 catches, 13 TDs. It's insane. That's like, crazy. That is, that, that's, like, that's like our recruiting class numbers right now. I mean, that's, that's just <laughs> how good it's <laughs> going to be. <laughs> yeah, we're hovering around 50%. I'm a little upset about that. But no, 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 I'm not upset about it. They're doing a phenomenal job because if you're going to have a class with three stars, I'd rather it be from South Florida. And if you just look at the mm-hmm. makeup and the design and the DNA of this class, I mean, it's just – more South Florida town over and over and over. Even the ones that are not from this area are from this area. You're only going out of the state, I think, in yeah, two, so what, like two or three. Yeah, that's it. Like the whole, he's, it's incredible. These kids, yeah, these kids are fun to watch too. Like the Miami Northwestern class, right? These kids are tweeting they're, about that. They're like, they're like old school. They're like, they're talking smack, but they're funny about it. But they're, it's just, it, it seems like a fun class. Right of the kids that want to stay home, they have all the talent. They've got their acts together. Like it just seems a little different, you know. In terms of the makeup, just getting back to that, nineteen are from Florida, one is from Texas, and one is from Georgia. Now, if you want to go a little bit more intrinsic into the state of Florida, you got eleven from Miami, three from Hollywood, two from Fort Lauderdale, one from Pompano, and then you got the others that went to Fort Myers and Orlando, but they have ties down here to South Florida, mm-hmm. so. I mean, you want to go back and relive that state of Miami thing? I mean, that state of Miami is not even going north of Palm Beach. I mean, Pompano Beach. That, that thing's not even touching Palm Beach County right now. And then when you had Howard talk about it, he was basically south of Orlando. Yeah, it's the I-4, it's I-4 South is what the state of Miami is. And there's no doubt that that's – listen, they, they said it right in the Billy Corbin U. South. Who was it? I think it was Shockey or, uh, that says in the, in the Billy Corbin U that if all the top South Florida kids stayed home, Miami would never lose. They would never lose because I mean, that's where – I mean, right. So, so we've always just known – Exactly. That it's, it it's been the point. a ticking Program's time bomb, dead. a sleeping giant. Yeah. Never dead because of that. Mm-hmm. At any time, and you're starting to see a little bit of a – 
maybe this is the class that does that. But at any time, these kids stop wanting to go to Bama and Georgia and everything else. And, they, you know, as they say, they want to put on for the crib this year, put on for the city. Why would you leave the city to put on for the city? I get it. I don't know. Ask Dante Freeman. He knows all about that. Right? I mean, do it here. If you want to do it here. They got a chance to do it here. It's exciting. I don't know. It's fun. This is fun. I, I listen. And I know that normally I'm the one that like you know bring a little negative comment or whatever, just kind of like everyone come up and bring on down. But here's the problem: you? is that I, 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 yeah, well, you know. But I, but this class that that he's bringing in right now, and then and you brought it up with the Northwestern kids and the personality. So when you think about a class that's going to come in and change a culture or kind of be that 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 linchpin that we needed to kind of turn the corner. It's going to be a class that has a personality, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that's going to have some, some uh, boisterous folks, some big-time personalities as a part of it. It's not going to be a quiet class at Miami that kind of makes us turn that corner. It's going to be a loud class, and it's going to be a class that's going to have to be loud when folks are like, what do you have to talk about? You guys are coming off a six and seven season. Shut your hole. That's not Miami from 20 years. But you're, you're, you need to have a class with that bravado and that personality if, if we are going to get back to where we all would fantasize to get back to. And this class looks like it could be that kind of it's class. Fun. I saw a clip of uh, one of the seven-on-sevens. I don't know who said it. I think it was a Miami Northwestern kid. He turned around to the camera, and he's like, man, you guys got to get me a better receiver. This kid sucks. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I just need that. I want that. He's not being a jerk about it. He's right. just saying, I'm so much better than this kid. Like, can you get me some competition, please? That's, that's what you need. And you, you need that on green tree, yeah. right? That's where they said that, that practice practice was so much harder than the games. Right. They got to Saturday and they were like, oh, it's a piece of cake. What I missed, bro. You, you, you said a scoop green tree. Let's go. We head down to it. Yes. <laughs> we already pre- I'm already here. We're down there. He's already down there. I know. We've already been down there. I had to at least hit the open. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm yeah, at Hard Rock South. South. I, know, I, think, I feel like I said something wrong there. Ro kind of like oh. jumped out of his seat. No, because while you were saying this, I was thinking of my next point. The fact of the matter is he's talking trash. He's like, can you get like he's he's talking down to his competition because in a seven on seven situation, these kids thrive. Well, guess who now has an equivalent seven-on-seven offense? The Miami Hurricanes with Rhett Lashley. So they finally have a system that's like – that's that's it. That's it. That's the intrinsic DNA of these Miami dogs. They want to be in a one-on-one situation. And I just released an article. Uh, If you have a chance to go check it out at State of the U, you guys know I'm a contributor for State of the U. And it's Rhett Lashley in the RPO run game. And I made a point. It ended up being about an 11-minute video. It's up on YouTube. I made a point to basically say, if you have a kid on this roster who can win the one-on-one matchups, either as a running back because you're going to get him one-on-one with a free hitter, or as a wide receiver one-on-one with a press guy, oh, this offense is going to be so fun. So it's not like where I'm excited because this guy's talking trash and he's going to get plugged into this, you know, antiquated Cincinnati running back coach offense. We have something finally that's going to let these kids eat and let them eat. Yeah. 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 Let them eat. Let yeah. eat. See? We're hungry, hungry, hungry boys. There was another big announcement, too. Not that it was big, because from the second his name materialized in the portal, we said he'd be the starter. We said it weeks mm-hmm. and weeks and weeks and weeks ago. 
here on the OBB when we're not messing around talking about sports, but not really. But we totally, totally pegged this, and they officially announced it, and De'Ara King will be your starter for 2020. Let's get TVD. <laughs> now, I got a I question. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't, there, there was no second guessing. Though. There was no, yeah, this was, yeah, we've known. I mean, that wasn't, since, that wasn't a, yeah. uh, well, let's see how it goes, yeah. guys. I do have a question for you. Okay. If the Miami Hurricanes turn around and go Miami Marlins with this, I hate to bring it up and say it in that light, but it could happen. You're only a positive test away from somebody else being the signal caller at Miami for potentially a few weeks. Who would you like to see in the back? P-K-T. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will, hold up. Toast. Take a stab. What is P-K-T? <laughs> P-K-T. I have no idea. Come on. Well, you know who Pet is. He's Do better. Do, Do better. better. Be Do best. better. It's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Who's Pete? Pete. Well, Pet is pre Enos Tate. So why don't you tell? Uh, tell. Why don't you tell him, Scoop? Who Pete? Pre Kiki Tate. I need pre Kiki Tate. <laughs> Kiki. So, Paso. Paso. So is this a situation where like the mix and the Rock had a talk? Hey, don't make you weak in the league. Yes. Weak in the knees. Somebody <laughs> talked to the kid already. He was weak in the knees. God. So maybe so maybe we have a resurgence. So that's his pick, PKT. I'm good there. How PKT about you, Toast? Number two. I'm taking Ooh. Kosey. Taking Kosey. Okay, Kosey. I, I, on that two-headed two race, I'm going to favor Toast in this one. Simply because remember where I stood, I said if Jaron Williams wasn't in some you know Colorado rodeo somewhere and he was still on this team, in this system, I said that Kosey should be your starter. So I'm yeah. not going to go ahead – and re-step that back now, I'm actually not a Hive member, but, you know, my eyes are my eyes. And in this type of system, Nikosi will do very well. I think Kosi so. would do great in the system, to be honest with you. I don't think that PKT is going to get the, the, the uh, number two gig. I said I hope he gets it because I'd like to see that. Uh, now, but I, I think, really think, I think Kosi can, would win that as well. I do you think, think a guy can really come back from pre-Kiki? Oh, sure. Bro, uh, Man, I got something to tell you. I can't tell you on here, but yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's yes. a famous okay. line. There's a famous line. That's it right. Yeah. Ro knows what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, a comedian steps into a room. He looks for the hottest girl, and he goes, who's the hottest girl in the room? And then he looks at the guy next to her, and he goes, and that's the guy that's sick of? Mm -hmm. Ah, and you fill in the rest. This is a, this is a kid-friendly show this week. So, yes, that's – yes, he can bounce back just fine. There's another Do we have any proof that anyone ever has, though? Because so far, we, I didn't bring that up. So far, what? we don't know. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is there any proof that anyone ever has? No. Or does she just leave them destroyed in her wake? Stop. Nah, she just made a <laughs> okay. she made a cryptic IG post. Let that let that's the relationship. We don't need to dive into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have fun because it's like our version of Marco Polo. But let, that's right. Let the kids live. Let the kids live. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Just bring me PKT. PKT. It's fun to say PKT. You it is. I like really, PKT really better than pet. Yeah, really? Yeah. When you say PKT, I almost think of PK Sam. And he was a Florida State guy. He was a Florida State guy, yeah. Speaking of Florida State and me and my blue chip ratios. <laughs> oh How are they doing? Goodness. <laughs> it's, it's negative. Do they have a commit for this? Far. Cycle? By far. I, I'm, I'm going to look this up right now. 
Look it up. Hey, don't get, don't get too heavy in Google now. You don't know what you're talking about. No, we're not uninformed. So so nobody could tell. Yeah. Like, no, I I'm thought it was interesting. I I did see the FSU thought they had a good chance with uh, uh, Thomas from yesterday, right? Yeah. Yes, they did. Wow. To which the replies and the way that they uh, they like no them. really have they recruited anybody? No, they, they, they have a couple commits. I'm looking it up right as we speak. But, and I took in a look Florida, they, they, those boys up there in, in, in well, they got uh, a five Gainesville. Star. They got a five-star. No, you're looking they at the wrong They seem class. a little worked up. No, Brandon Jennings is their, their best commit. He's a four-star guy. They only have – Oh, Gator's stars. got a five-star, bro. They got no, a five-star. We're, we're talking about Florida State. Oh, oh yeah, they got a five-star. Brandon Jennings. Snapper. Yeah. Black star, no. And Brandon, Brandon Jennings come here? Yeah, no, different one from Sandalwood. So oh. they have – one, two, three, four. Okay, mind you, four. That's it. Four stars. Ten, three stars. That this is FSU. It, this is FSU. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you right now with Norval, it, when we said it with Jimbo, and for those who didn't want to listen, not like Florida State people are listening to this anyways, but y- you were spoiled with Jimbo. You really were. You thought that top five classes could happen. Like that was such – look at Miami Hurricanes. Take this for a parallel. We're about to nail our second five-star recruit. We can end up having three five-star recruits, and we still might not get into the top five. I mean, because of the teams that are ahead of you, because, uh, you know, Ohio State's class is sick. Ohio State has seven five-stars. So Ohio State is ridiculous. You got Alabama. You turn around and you look at Clemson's class, which is in the top ten, but when you look at their actually player average in the class that they have, it's stacked. You got North Carolina doing well. You got LSU in prime position to make five. Miami could end up with three five-stars in this class. Realistically, they could. <laughs> and they won't be in the and top be, five. And, yeah, not be top five. And meanwhile, you just thought losing Jimbo was just going to go ahead and just, yeah, yeah, there's a pipeline. Just like Jameis. You're going to get number one quarterbacks every single year. Yeah, you're going to get top five recruiters. Ah, uh, gross. Tell us about gross. their defensive coordinator, though, Ro. Oh, that was interesting because – oh, you saw that little tidbit? Um you know, that was one of the things I questioned early on because when Norval, made a, when Norval came on, I was like, you, you, okay, I, I understood his success at Memphis and was all on the offensive side of the ball. So out of curiosity, I was like, you know what, let's, let's, just, look, let's just look at what they did defensively, and it's not good because a lot of the statistics, they, they, they were terrible. I mean, and their, their rush average was horrible. You know, and I'm trying to look out the exact facts and figures of what it was, and I'm getting there. I'm doing a very good job. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? All right, I got it. So I was curious. The numbers weren't very positive. No. All right, and this was the thing. Last year under their defensive coordinator, Fuller, they gave up 171.8 yards a game, 4.1 a rush. That's terrible. Now – I know what the response is. Toast, we know what the response is. But wait until it gets to Florida State. They got talent. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. They got that Florida State talent. So I look back at Mark D'Onofrio. We know him quite well as Miami fans, right? Mark D'Onofrio. The year he left Temple, he gave up 139 yards a game for 3.6 a rush. He was terrible. This is what happens when you take your friend. So this is what's going on with Florida State if you're taking your inventory. Your 50% blue chip ratio, and I don't say this. This is the national pundits that say this, like Bud Elliott at 24-7, that teams just do not win national championships when they go beneath that threshold, and I just don't want to take that to chance. You're tanked. You got four out of 11 recruits, or four out of 15 recruits, 11 of them are three-star. 
that you you go ahead and reel off another seven four stars to get the fifty percent, which isn't happening, and then you turn around and you're bringing a defensive coordinator that gives up those yards, one hundred seventy one yards, and it's not like Memphis he got the best amount of talent for that apples to apples division, right? I don't know, Florida State. It doesn't look good for you again this year. That's my prediction. <laughs> As I'm watching them dance on my screen. They're literally, what are they doing? They're dancing. They're TikTok. But they're great on TikTok. Way to go. What, yeah, what was that? What was that video they just oh, brought? That? Oh, what was God. that? What was that thing? Gee, I, it was an embarrassment. It was. It was. Oh that, was their, that was their version of the long snapper. Congratulating oh. the Florida long snapper. God damn. That, you know what that was? Remember those pictures under Al Golden? All those little cheeky yeah. pictures. That oh, they made. that was that, cute. That, that, those ones that like... <laughs> Oh, let the kids be kids. That's what you said publicly. But as soon as you went into the background, you're like, why would you do that? Like, don't, don't do that. Like, who's, who's advising these kids? That's exactly what they did. So that's their version. There's been talk um, because I, uh, l- l- let's just go ahead and buy into the fantasy that we're going to have some sort of a football season this year. Um, there's going to be need to possibly fill some games. Obviously, Michigan State is already off the schedule. There's talk that the first three games of their non-conference may be off the schedule as well. There's talk that maybe there'd be a possibility of adding an opponent uh, that's a bit of a rival force in Notre Dame. How would you guys feel about the, the Irish being added to the schedule this year if that's what the AC, I guess the ACC needs to try to Let's guarantee go. them six games. And right now they're going to have issues because all they're independent. This is where being independent bites you in the ass. Uh, they have no set schedule. So I'm conflicted. Okay. I'm conflicted on the fact that I want to tell Notre Dame, just take your ball and go home. <laughs> I, I mean, this, yeah. you're in, but you're out. The ACC lets them have their cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. They all, I mean, come on. For those who don't know, they have a long-standing contract with the NBC, right? That's what they do. They don't want to share. They monopolize it. Those damn Catholics. Anyway, they monopolize it, right? They, they got their own purgatory bank that they're throwing all the cash into. And, called and, the pedophile bank. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, you said it. Not Catholic me. Church. Yeah, but now you know why they have the parts in their hair. Oh, um, oh God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Anyway, I, I, was a, I was an altar boy, and that didn't yeah, so happen. Was I. So, so, so was yeah, I. Yeah, so we've established this on previous I episodes. was not. <laughs> yes, and that's obvious. It explains well. it all. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> so I want them to go ahead yeah, and does. take their ball and pound sand and get the hell out of here. But that game, I, I can't get it out of my head. That, that's the stadium backdrop behind me. Mm-hmm. Just, just to have that, it's not the rivalry it used to, but it's still fun to watch. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm torn. Yeah, I'm go torn on. To, I, and it. I agree with you. I want to tell them j- j- tough. Yeah. And, they, and, and, and as a program, they hurt from the fact that they're not going to have any games to play. The revenue is going to be down. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. But – if we can have this team with this system, with this momentum, and have the ability to play them and wax their ass again, I'm all for that. You know, this plus one model, this end up. You know who I want to play? FIU. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I do. We just, we, we, we owe them Here's a the problem. Here's the problem. Here's by, the problem. They would beat them by 50. But but my, there'd be no would. but there wouldn't be a whole lot of satisfaction. I mean, oh, there would be. No, maybe for the listen for fans now because they we will we will, we will now it wouldn't be for the fans. Yeah, it would be for the, the kids players. still on that team. Well, yeah, 
who are but if, embarrassed but by what happened last one. year, I think I think they would absolutely obliterate them. Oh, because I, I know I, they would. That would be great. It would be great for them, for the moral, for the whole thing, for getting yeah. it right, for putting it back it. on track. Yeah, go ahead. I don't I, want to see. I'd rather see Notre Dame. I'd, I'd like rather to see Notre Dame. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, I'd like okay, to see then, a football game. The national market share will do really, really good. But in comparison, both those games, the local market share of those two games, it'd probably be higher for FIU. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I guess. I mean, sure. I, I get where you guys are coming from. But, yeah, that, I, there'd be very little satisfaction watching Miami wax them by 50. Because that should always happen. And in my mind, FIU will have always they've – all, they've, they've always got that shit on us. They, 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 beat, they beat us at the OB ground. They just did. That will never go away. We could beat them by 70 the next 10 times. That yeah. never goes away. Yeah, and now I just it. call me better. Over it. I, I, look, my excuse, is, my excuse is my quarterback was playing with bulls or horses gotcha. or, or dreaming of rodeos or something out in Wyoming. Dreaming of rodeos. That's it. Unbelievable. Nice yeah. words uh, from Patrick Sertan on uh, James Williams. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he said that he's the real deal. He is the real deal. I want to yeah. go back to the week. I would before. hope so. He's top ten yeah, in the yeah. country. Yep. I want to go back to the week before. And man, what an honor and a privilege! First of all, let's give kudos to Matt. Matt. Matt said some comments that stuck with me too, especially when he was talking about a former American Heritage head coach. Uh, but then you know to fast forward, and then you bring on Larry Bluestein. That was just such a. I was like, oh, he's he's on our oh. screen. And when we got into that conversation about James Williams and about him being safety and comparing him to some of the NFL players. And then he couldn't stop talking about Cam. Kinchins, you know? yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it just – and then I was like, wow, what a deep room that is becoming now. That is a deep, Dude, deep safety room, room is just Well, dude, stupid. I'm telling you what, after what Larry said, I, I can't wait to see Cam. I, I, uh, I just – yeah, because now, now all of a sudden now I have unrealistic expectations. <laughs> the go – I mean, that's the real thing. Go and watch his film. Go and watch Kinchins' film. And you'll see what Larry was talking about, which is that kid is always around the football. Always, it's he's a di it's a different type of type of instinct. Uh, it's, it's an Ed Reedish type of instinct, mm -hmm. right? He just he just kind of understands where it's going. And, and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's great. He's, it's it, that film's fun to watch for sure. And then you wonder, too, because, you know, Larry has some concerns about, you know, William's height being such a 6'5", you know. Um, and so, out of curiosity's sakes, I wanted to go ahead and Google what the average NFL safety size is currently. It's six foot. That's well, exactly. Kitchens is right there. He's at like 5'11". So, it's like, even though you have this prototype frame and size with 6'5", and you think that, right? And that's it's, it's immediately what I think, anyways. You turn around and you have a guy at six foot. That's the prototypical side for size for an NFL safety. So he, he might be more tailor made for the position. So maybe blues I, onto something. I didn't want to say anything because I was kind of intimidated by the fact that we were talking to him. But one name that did pop into my head that he didn't mention, and only because I'm a diehard Seahawk fan, Cam Chancellor, and he was six three, so a couple inches shorter than six five. But absolutely that that old school prototypical. Big guy, big safety, who can and run. certainly didn't certainly didn't hurt him in, in any way. And he was uh, he was Vodtech, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, um, yeah, he revolutionized that that he that did. style of play because they what they wanted Cam Chancellor to do in terms of covering ground. Uh, you would just see what he was responsible for, and he did it routinely. 
And, you know, you think about that too, because on the collegiate level, who does that a lot too? You know, putting their safeties on these huge islands, that's, that's the Bud Foster way. So yep. that was almost like a yep. perfect marriage waiting really was. For, for Pete Carroll to go ahead and assimilate that too. Oh, look at us talking sports. Who a little knew? bit. I know. Who, I know. Who thought we'd be here? Who, who, so who knew? <laughs> as we continue to move forward now, and we really have, I guess in the next two weeks, we should get some definitive answers from all of the, uh, all the folks that need to make decisions as to when the season's going to start, what's going to happen, who's going to be, what are the final schedules? Because certain things just can't be left in the air that much longer. So we're going to get definitive word here over the next couple of weeks. I believe the school's already been reaching out to season ticket holders uh, to kind of to, to kind of let them know, hey, listen, no decisions yet, but here's the update, kind of like a wait and see. Um, but so the next couple of weeks, we're going to have it by what? It's end of July by, I say the next ten days, we're going to have a definitive word one because by August tenth or so, you've got to know. Mm-hmm. when we're starting this I mean, there's got to mm-hmm. there comes a point so what do you guys think what do you think we're going to learn in the next 10 days and what do you think the results going to be? Uh, be be uh look at your crystal ball i don't need to really look at the crystal ball but i can look at the ncaa who put out an official blanket waiver to all their football subdivision schools they said they could start playing football as early as august 29th and that was a source to 24 7 sports so mm-hmm. If that's what they're saying, and now you're getting the phone calls on the back end, and you know, big time, long time, you know, friend of the program and, and listener, Mondo got a call. He's a long time season hold, uh, uh, holder. He basically got a call from the Miami ticket office. So now you're starting to put two and two together. And I've always maintained there's just too much money on the table. Uh, some of the other pro sports are 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 succeeding at this. I know I tongue in cheek brought up the Marlins, but some other sports are getting through this pandemic and still keeping the relative sports lights on the NBA bubble. I mean, that's, they haven't even started yet. Yeah. It starts this weekend. They're preseason. (laughs) And other than they they got players out at strip clubs. Here's what I'll say is that the the, the MLS, the MLS is the only league right now that has, that is like, like two to three weeks into their thing. They had two teams that got, that they eliminated from the beginning because they had too many positive tests and another, another two teams. I think that were kicked up because they had, so they didn't get through unscathed. I'm, I'm just saying that, oh, my God, Jesus, dude. Like, uh, you know, and then you see what happened with the Marlins. I mean, seriously, what is baseball thinking? I never said the city they were the city. We've had this <laughs> discussion. This work? We've had this discussion, oh. though. We never said that they were going to go through the season unabated and unscathed. We knew that they were going to be – there was going to be attrition from this pandemic, but in some form they were going to continue to march this out. So let me ask you this question. So the whole thing with baseball was we're going to have a 60-man pool so that if someone, you know, if someone on the 25 gets hurt, we got, you got your crew down in, uh, at your spring training facility, you just bring them up, you bring up as many players as you want back and forth, they're lifting restrictions. Fine. Cool idea on the face of it. So the Marlins have 14 guys now or whatever that have, uh, or I think maybe now 17, that have tested positive. They've canceled two games. Why didn't they just bring up 17 guys from the other squad to, and still play those games? There's no room on the schedule to make up games at the back end. It's already compressed enough. So what happened to the yeah, – I'll tell you what happened. They realized that that team was going to be an average AAA team at best. And now you're throwing the whole legitimate – even like. and let me ask you a question. If the Marlins were the Yankees, would they pause the entire season? No. 
if don't you if Aaron care. Judge, hold on, if Aaron Judge and Stanton and Garrett Cole had, had tested positive, would if this if the Marlins were the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers, would MLB have paused the entire season yesterday? I still don't think so. Not because you don't there's think other. So. I, I don't think so because there's other large market teams that weren't affected, like Chicago still out there. But you're you know, a Yankee fan. No one matters more than the Yankees. Well, yeah, I know. True, but you know, you at the position group too. I don't think there's a deeper position group for the Yankees than than the. Think about it. So they put they they set Frazier down, and they're like Frazier was killing it. And I'm like, well, you know, they he would immediately get the call up. I just don't think they really attributed for the Marlins to get hit. With that many players. I think they all knew. That's why they opened the door for that 60-man roster call-up. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think they were going to – like, it's the whole Marlins. The whole Marlins organization. Well, and that's so Marlins. Yeah, of course it is. But you can't – you know, you got to relate this to – we're going to talk about college football, right? I mean, that's our baby. That's what we want to yeah. see. And you, and, and you talked about King potentially getting it. And then who's your number two guy, <clears throat> right? You got Kosi, mm-hmm. you got Piquet. So, but what if King does get it? What if – I take it back. What if Tate gets it and he's in the room all week and they don't find yeah. out he po- says positive until Wednesday night, but he's been in the meeting room with the other quarterbacks all week long. Well, I mean, you got to quarantine the rest of the people in the room. Yeah. So then right. what? They right. can't go and play because the quarterback room can't travel. That's where a team like FSU has an advantage by having a quarterback in their oh, secondary. Only defensive backs that can, yeah, play, they can play quarterbacks. <laughs> well good. done. Right. Right. That was good. You know. hey, maybe that's a contingency plan. Maybe Manny has it all figured out that there's a quarterback in every room. Yeah. You don't need to learn anything. Just go sit with the DNs today. I bet you Brevin can spin the rock. Oh, easy. That's actually Absolutely. a really good I bet Absolutely. they do. You know what? We should we suggest should suggest this. Mm-hmm. The quarterbacks cannot be in the same room together. No, they each have to be in a different meeting room with different positions. So one's in the tight end room, you can still learn the offense. One's in the wide receiver room, you can still learn the offense. One's in the running back room, yeah. you can still learn the offense. Every one of them is in a different room when they're not in the same room together. And at least it's like the president and the vice president don't fly together. At least they can still travel one quarterback. To every game every week. We've Listen, just we have solved it. Yeah, absolutely. There's it's your amazing. solution. Yeah. Listen, as 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 first as it began to start, it was like cockamanian cockamanian premise. That was that was a well He brought it around, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. Good yeah, job, he did. Kudos. That's yeah, a great did. idea. I'm immediately thinking, I'm like, oh, let me just extrapolate more data from this. Like if you have potential starters, like keep your X wide receiver and your Z wide receiver separated at all time. Keep two running backs together. Keep other two running backs apart. And just do that right down the line so that if half the team pops or this group pops, you still got the troops to march out there. Yeah. Very well done. I think We're that's, do, I think that's, that's a good idea. But, but he's not going to do that. He's not – Manny Diaz will not do that. You want to know why? Why? Because then that gets rid of the excuse he's going to have for poor record. <laughs> he's got an excuse. No, we said he has no excuses. No, nah, he's the already got his excuse. These are all excuses for Manny Diaz if he has a poor record. Oh, bro, dude, he can't. He can't. Can. It would. God, I, I would go. I would, Oh my. All right. I would go to. I'll go on to say that if he if he pulled like a six and seven or the equivalent of that this year. It would it would be the most destructive season to the program in the last twenty years. 
but he's not going anywhere. It won't happen. It won't happen. No, it won't happen. God, no, it won't happen because if it no, did, he's not going know. anywhere. It, it you got to understand it. Doesn't make a difference. If, they, if they're doing that the bad, that be means that that means uh, you know there was a particular part of the, the of the team that got infected. They couldn't play this week. The loss could be attributed to that. The next loss could be attributed to that. The next loss could be attributed to that. They go six and seven again, or five and five because they only played ten games. They can't play a certain game because a team doesn't want this team. From, and next, you know, he's got all the excuses in the world. It's all you know what it comes down to for me about this season, and I want to see a season. Yeah. Keep the recruiting class together. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's I, it. I said there's a decent chance he doesn't mess it up by losing, you know, seven games. Right. So, so yeah, I, win more. Okay, we'll just lose less. How's that? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you That's go. Lose less. Great, great T-shirt. That's the next OB. That is. Yeah. Lose less. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lose less. That's it. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> right. So, what's yes. next? What's next? I don't hut. know. What? Hut. No, I'm hut. just saying hut. Because oh, that's- hut, hut, hut. You want- Kiki, uh, speaking of possum. Speaking of hut, hut. Yeah. You want to oh, talk God. about the, the Patreon? Yes. Oh. All right. Yes. All right, so and how 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 you guys are missing out? This and we have an announcement off the and we have an announcement off the back end of this too. All right, yes. yes. All right, so let's, let's start with what. So so right now, what is Patreon? Patreon right now consists of a uh, a special chat that we do on the Discord app that is just freaking taking on a life of its own. Um, I don't know who's adding channels at this stage. Field and Stream appealed. I think there's a copyright on that. I'm pretty sure there's a magazine <laughs> called Field and Stream, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so we're, for, for the hunting and fishing enthusiasts, <laughs> it just seems, yeah. I'll never be there. Yeah. Well, uh, you want yeah. me to explain the Field sure, and Stream Sure, I guess. Yeah. So apparently somebody <laughs> wanted a topic of a discussion, and that's the brilliancy of Discord, right? Uh, unlike other chat groups that you're a part of, it's like, you know, you get part of them and the conversation could go in a myriad of different, you know, avenues. In this case, you have an avenue to go down and it's clearly spelled out for you. So somebody brought up the topic of, you know, a hunted relating thing, you know what I'm saying? And something that goes along with hunting is, you know, the, is the uh, weapon that you use. So sure. we, we, we put a nice little tag on it. And in that chat, you can talk about all your hunting and freshwater fishing needs. Which is and good because I can't tell you how many stories I have of me in a deer blind that I've been just looking for an outlet for to tell oh, those yeah. stories. Yeah. And, oh, I'm going to flood you guys. Me in deer blind stories? Stop. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. I didn't even officially know what a deer blind was until I yeah. ran the analysis through my brain after you said it. <laughs> and I'm like, that probably relates to something about being stuck in a tree. Something. So, exactly. There you go. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> Thank you, Duck Dynasty. <laughs> so last night, yeah, right, was probably the hardest I have laughed as a human being for that long, like continuously laughing out loud <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I was annoyed because I had mm-hmm. the biggest headache of my life and I just wanted to stop laughing. That's how hard and how long I was laughing. And there was a co-conspirator in the group with that scoop. So kind of, why don't you explain to the genesis I don't, I don't of this? Know, I don't know exactly how it happened. All I know is that I went into the, to the chat and I'm not in there very, I mean, I'm, I'm in there very briefly. 
and I kind of got hooked in there. Something ha- oh, something happened when Roe was talking about the Yankees. I'm oh, sure that was God. it. And just I told him that just just stop, like en- enough. And then I told him this wasn't the, the room for whatever they were talking about. And I got, I got kind of hooked in like I used to. And all of a sudden, something happened to where one of the uh, Patreon members' names, you know, they have nick- we all have nicknames in there. <clears throat> one of his names changed. And I don't remember exactly how it happened, but then we all kind of figured out that Roe had gone and changed the name. Oh. And this Patreon wasn't really happy about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see. Wow. So, so we started like, you know, just kind of egging them on with it. And I was like, oh, this, this actually might be a little bit of fun here. So I go in and then Ro like changes it back, but like misses a letter or misses something, just kind of mess with him. And then he fixes it. And he's like, okay, we're done. And then I realize that I can change it because I'm the other admin in there. Mm-hmm. so rose in oh, there Jesus. talking to him like it's all fixed and it's all back to yep. normal and all of a sudden God. it gets changed to something else i think the one thing well, the first one i did was uh salil moon fry right we did punky brewster threw that in there then we did what's the dude from uh, harry potter the redhead kid i, I didn't even know I who know. that was oh it was really funny so uh, so it starts to go that way. And then Rose like, oh, man, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. I'll change it. I'll change it. And he goes back and he goes in and he wants to change it again. He's like, all right, it's fixed. Does it look right? And he starts to type it and I go in and I do change it again. And it just, it went around in circles to the point where we got it all fixed. And then right at that instant, and this was probably 15 minutes later, and everybody is dying, like literally crying, laughing. We get it all fixed and I go to a different member. I go to loans. <laughs> right and i switch loans and i go in and i put the loansinator i think or something like that right the next time he typed something in he was changed to the loanster <laughs> and i didn't change so ro and i went in and changed we went at loans at exactly the same time <laughs> to change it up and then it just and then it just went all kinds and then honest bob this was honestly i think it was the funniest thing of the entire night for me honest bob right mm-hmm. bob our, our friendly friendly bob pops up as dishonest rob <laughs> bro it went down a rabbit hole that and people were confused because i had checked out i didn't say anything so ro was continuing to engage in them and it looked as though i had left the chat but i, I still knew in the background didn't. like screwing I, everything around and i knew you didn't too there's ways for me to tell them but i won't that i, I knew you didn't leave so he was back there yeah the two when you put Dion, dishonest rob and then when i put indiana loans <laughs> and i know people are like listening like what are these guys talking about they were just telling you just how much fun how much absolute blast and fun it is bro it was it was like books. it was a legitimate I'm hour sorry. Of crying, laughing. Ro and I didn't text each other at all for like the first half an hour of it. We were literally just doing it without communicating to each other. And then we could, and then we started texting with each other because we couldn't, we couldn't stand it. We were like dying. I haven't had that much fun and something like that a long time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I got Patreon. Yes. Patreon. No, I would not. Patreon.com slash orange boys. Also, um, 
added stuff we're going to be doing over there. That is now going to be the exclusive home to the stream when we record these episodes. If you want to do, us, nice. uh, do the live video stream, you will be doing that at Patreon. That'll be exclusive to that. And there'll also now be some uh, added additional content going up at Patreon in a uh, audio format. So there'll be a little bonus pod action happening over there. And uh, so, yeah, so that's it. So uh, you go to Patreon and uh, sign up for that, and you'll be all good to go. You'll get into everything, and I'll uh, have some fun with that. So, yeah. And, st- and uh, it was Steph's idea, by the way. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I, you know, it's hard to explain. So I was, I was showing her, and then she was telling me how you and I are idiots. And, uh, but it was funny. And she's like, Steph. oh, you should change his name to Mei Ling. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, that's it. and you got to go back a few. Episodes. I was like, "Oh, that's a good one." So I changed it to Mailing. <laughs> <Mainly. laughs> uh, you know, back to the Patreon. Listen, we understood as a podcast. And you got to understand the whole sports world got affected by this pandemic, right? The whole, sp- I mean, the whole world shut down, but in particularly sports shut down in the middle of playing, and that you know that's got that you know just trickle down to us as well so yes you know in the off season coming up with content when there is no sports now it looks like we have sports back we're going ahead and we're turning the lights on we didn't forget how important our our patreon family was you guys deserve it you guys have been there since day one so yes i'm super excited we're going to go back to that exclusive content stuff again if you guys remembered how we did the bandwagoners or club obb that's what you can expect and all the streams are going to go to you they're going to be private so uh, for everybody else listening who's not on board with that, please decide to join us if you can. But if not, uh, your friendly OBBs will always be on all your podcasting platforms. And nine more episodes to go, boys. Nine. Nueve. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We better have something planned for that uh, for that centennial. We can't even like have a, a proper celebration. Yeah, no one else will decide on, on episode 99 and like swing off five guests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We probably have to think about this a little bit in advance. You know, the ghost. I mean, I mean, do, well, I mean, is, 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 is it the 100th episode or the 100th episode that we release? It's got to count as the 100th, just the yeah. official 100th episode. 100th We've recording, done 100th recording. Yeah. hundred episodes of OBB. We've done more if you consider Club OBBs and bandwagoners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're definitely over the 100 mark. Uh, but in terms of, you know, you can put it. I'm just thinking in terms of 71. I mean, do we factor 71 in? Does it even exist? <laughs> I mean, is it really, do, is it, you know, is, is it the 100th exists. episode? Is, seven, is it the 70, 100th episode really 101? 71 is as real as Bigfoot. Is it? So, is it yes. real? Yes. Okay. I saw, I saw Sasquatch. Yeah. I saw him when I was out of town two weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> do tell. Did you ask him about 71? No, he was he was wearing his seventy one T shirt. Oh, he was good, good, good. So try to catch him. Get rich. He said EP seventy one right on the front and the back is it suck. <laughs> and hashtag lose less, lose less. Uh, you want to keep recruiting we... classes together? Lose wow. less, lose less. What should we name this episode? Lose less, lose less, lose less. It was easy. That was I even easy. wrote that down. Yeah. Useless. Yes. Wrote it down. Right. Very nice. So All right. uh, let me ask you a question. Are we yeah. are we going right to the bonus podcast questions like right now? Or is I was easy? going to uh we just named the episode, so I was gonna go ahead and say uh yo, get the fuck out of here and hit the close. And then since we're not streaming, 
then we can go ahead and do five questions and that'll be released just to Patreon people. Awesome. Awesome. I got a bandwagoner pick or two. All right. Very good. All right. So, um, all right. Well then, uh, that's it, man. Lose less. It's a good model for life. Uh, as always go Canes. Yes. <laughs> that's another episode in the books. The Orange Bowl boys are brought to you by Ed Morse. Make sure your next vehicle is backed by Morse. Visit edmorse.com. Kiki, possum.